Hi, I am back, and in this episode, I really want to talk about Earth Day. So this is being released on April 22nd. Happy Earth Day to you all. Um, This is a very special day for me. I have always been obsessed with nature and plants and animals and all that. And so for a while, I really wanted to pursue an environmental career. I did a lot of internships where I was outside. I was like catching lizards for a whole summer in 100 degrees in Arizona, hiking like multiple miles a day, going up hills, going up mountain, no trail. It was intense. Um, And I've always loved nature and I find this day very special to me. So I wanted to make a podcast to kind of educate um, and discuss climate change and, you know, a different way of looking at the equation because for me, I think for a while I couldn't talk about it because I had talked about it so much and I would talk you know, about it to everyone I saw. I would go to all these seminars, I would watch all these movies, and it would just be straight up depressing. And I think it still is. Aspects of it are very depressing because it's a depressing situation, you know. I think this world gives so much to it to us and we don't even give half of it back. And it's sad and it's heavy and it's directly impacting communities and people very heavy, you know, and and the most people that are impacted the most directly are minority and low-income groups that are already underrepresented, and it's heavy. It's a very heavy topic, but I'm not making this podcast to delve into why it's depressing. I think I want to make this episode in an effort to educate and create awareness and also look at the bright side of the situation because there always is a bright side, and yeah so let's get into it um so basically just as a summary i don't know if this is going to be like some sort of like i'm teaching you things episode i really don't know but i'll just kind of i wrote some stuff down so i'll kind of just run through it so climate change is not something that never has occurred you know climate change has been occurring and everything changes um as i've said before in my podcast, nothing is constant, nothing stays the same. And so the climate is always changing, earth has always been changing, things have always been changing, but what's happening is that the change is occurring so, so fast that nature cannot catch up, you know, natural species cannot catch up, and we are really entering a wave of mass extinction. We're entering the sixth mass extinction, and this is just because our adaptations to the planet are occurring at such a fast rate that we are leading climate change at this point. You know, it's not nature leading climate change, it's humans that are leading this change. And so basically, everything is kind of just trying to react to what we've started and what we've continued to do to the planet and what we continue to do. And I think climate change and global warming can be somewhat misleading terms because global warming now yes due to climate change certain areas in the world are warming up at exponential rates they're hotter they have more record temperatures but climate change can also be exemplified in the opposite way where you see extreme cold temperatures and it's freezing instead in areas that it's not freezing in or even more unpredictable weather patterns or extreme temperatures or events that we didn't see coming and all of these things are a direct result of the planet not being able to adapt to what we're putting it through 
and this is due to all the greenhouse gases we're emitting all the pollution all these things that we're toxifying our planet with that we created and it it just can't catch up you know it's like it's trying um but it can't and i think one of the ways in the past i would become really disheartened when i look at the climate change crisis would be because I felt like it was all on my shoulders like I became a vegetarian at the age of 12 because I just couldn't stand to know that I was contributing to this mass problem um and I'm not a vegetarian anymore I would I'm still majorly plant-based but I've also recognized the fact that this is not all on one person's shoulders and it takes collective effort as well as collective awareness to push for the changes that we need to see as well as collective leadership our leaders are not on the same page when it comes to climate change and i think part of that is because it's not been pushed for enough in political settings or public settings and especially with the pandemic happening i've definitely seen uh you know less of an emphasis on climate change which justified you know the pandemic was a beast of its own but still and yet the climate needs help and i think because of what's been going on with the world in other areas we're missing parts of what need to be advocated for and even when i think about the pandemic you know i think part of that is because of how we are interacting with our natural world and how we're interacting with our environment and what we are consuming all of these things is very they're very directly correlated to our relationship with living species you know so many viruses and illnesses we have gotten from animals because we it's unsanitary the conditions that we leave them in it's also unsanitary and inhumane in how we treat them you know there was that huge outbreak of some virus in america with all these chickens and they had to kill all these chickens and why is that happening it's because our relationship with these animals is terrible And it's frustrating because these chickens are in these conditions because we have put them there, you know? They're there so we can kill them to eat them, and we can't even give them a an enjoyable life while they're living we can't even give them sanitary conditions while they're living it's very triggering to think that we are causing these problems and not only are we causing these deaths in animals that don't need to die but we're causing outbreaks that are now killing humans as well because it's very directly correlated to the pandemic and that's a totally separate issue but what i'm saying is that we need collective action we need people to realize that everything we do is going to have a reaction you can't do something and just expect nothing to happen afterwards and i think a lot of this comes with the issue of us not being connected with our earth and not living in a state of coexistence with earth because we are coexisting we leave our houses every day and we breathe in air you know we drink water every day everything we eat has been grown and manufactured on this planet we are nowhere separate from our natural world yet we are so disconnected in how we relate to it and how we treat it and so i think a big part of this for individuals and societies is directly tied to gratitude and respect and we need to show love to the earth we need to give back to the earth we need to at the very least appreciate it and acknowledge our mother earth for all that she does for us because she does so much and she has you know and she continues to do so and 
this is our earth, this is our home, and the very least we can do is respect it. And so, anyways, I think as well, another part of this is awareness, and I think being aware is a huge step when it comes to acknowledging what we can and might be able to do to help the planet. And for example, you can consider where you're sourcing your foods foods from or if they're ethical, if they're ethically being sourced. And certain types of agriculture leads to heightened greenhouse gas emissions you know meat accounts for 60 percent of greenhouse gases and so that's huge that's over half and that's because of what we eat and that's all our culture and that's also how we've cultivated factory farming and these things that are just not sustainable in the long run and when it comes to these things i think we can recognize our role as individuals but also try and make simple decisions or little slight changes that will help the environment where I looked it up and there's like Beyond Meat um, is a company that tries to tackle climate change, Ben and Jerry's. There are companies out there that are working to offset what's happening because if you look up companies that are adding to climate change, it's every company, it's every human. We all drive cars, we all fly on planes, most of us anyways. We are all contributing to the problem somehow but there are also ways to offset it and to try and at least create a zero sum where we're neither hurting or harming the earth or hurting or helping at least at the very least you know and i think even farmers markets are a great alternative to sourcing all of your food from the grocery store and a lot of times they're cheaper for fruits and vegetables they come locally sourced and they're creating less greenhouse gas emissions they're usually a lot more ethical the farmers really care for their land in more of a direct and like loving way as opposed to companies that are just trying to produce things for money and sell them and um This also just relates to sustainability. There are many things you can do on a daily basis to try and live more sustainably. Like, you you know, this is simple stuff, but sometimes we don't think about it, like using a reusable water bottle. Or if you're going somewhere with a friend, you can carpool or all of these things. Even I think planes now will tell you which flights will reduce greenhouse gas emissions or at least not emit really high levels. Like, it'll compare them to, like, this one's emitting this much, this one's all these things. And so I think we can consider these things at, at the very least. And of course, you know, you can't live in a state of fear and a state of stress in solving these problems because they won't be solved overnight, but they're really not going to be solved if we're not giving any attention to them and we're not sharing the information we know with others. And we're not even giving gratitude to where we walk on every day. And when we When I think about climate change and I think about where hopefully the earth will end up and where we will end up in a relationship with the earth, it kind of comes down to, you know, I'm very spiritual and I've talked about this before in energy, but everything is energy, right? And every action has a reaction and every action also has an intention behind it. And so the way I see it is our collective intention as a society has not quite been one that has collectively tried to help the planet or care about the planet or induce, you know, all of, create all these things that would help the earth. 
it's not been there we haven't been doing that and so because our collective intention and our collective action has created basically a collective negligence this is why we're in the situation we're in you know this is why we're seeing extreme weather conditions this is why we're seeing all of these shortages with food this is why we're seeing heightened pollution levels weather advisories all of these issues it's because of us it's a direct result of how we live and how we interact with our planet and even though that's terrible right now and it's depressing on the other side of the coin if we collectively changed our mindsets and we collectively agreed that we need to change and we need to at least give gratitude to the earth and by giving gratitude we will be more connected because if you're trying to give love to something and you're trying to appreciate something you'll think twice about how you're treating it if you're you know if you really care if you truly care that's what would happen and um yeah so that's that and i think small actions have massive consequences and i think that's also because of collectivity you know if you're thinking about individuals everything started at an individual level and somehow it gained traction to become a collective you know uh when you think of how america was founded i don't really need to get into this for political reasons but there were a very small select few that created this country and now look at it you know and it's still running i'm not saying it's running well or not this is not a political debate (laughs) i am trying to convince myself but it's just it's here to show that it's like the shot heard around the world you know it's like one very very small thing can have a huge response it can have a huge reaction and it's almost like the butterfly effect where everything is so interconnected and i think part of our problem is that we don't realize this you know we don't realize how interconnected we are with the earth and how interconnected we can be because we are so disconnected right now and yeah i think that's my spiel i think that's all i had to say but i do think it's really important to we need to change you know we need to change there have been articles about scientists getting arrested talking about climate change why are they getting arrested you know why why is that happening we need to think about these things and we need to analyze potentially what is going on in the hands of people that have power and why are they responding in this way because they shouldn't be you know there has to be something they're afraid of to where if we all change as a collective something's going to change for them and because they're afraid of that there's just there's so much going on i think behind the scenes when it comes to climate change and there's so many people in power that want to stay in power because they're making money and they can and that's great for them but at the end of the day we need to care more about the earth and we need to treat it as something that we value and something we honor and not just something that we live on and not just something that provides things for us um because there's so much more to earth than that it's so beautiful it's so vast you know humans are beautiful animals are beautiful plants are beautiful we wouldn't get to experience any of these things at all if it weren't for this earth we wouldn't be here if it weren't for this earth to sustain us and there's just so so much more that we can do and and it's not hard you know 
Um, I think it can be hard if we look at it from a big picture, but even if you take your friends out to dinner for like an evening or something at a vegan restaurant, you know, that's a few people that are supporting a collective energy towards something else that might be better for the planet. And oh, that reminds me, I had a fact here. Um, yeah, so if one. I don't know how many people might be one person, a few people. I don't know. I saw this thing that said if you're vegetarian for one day. Oh, I think it's if every. Mm, give me a second. <laughs> give me one second. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Let's see what it says. Okay, this is what it says. Okay, listen to this right here. As a country eating vegetarian for one day, so like if everyone in the U.S. just ate vegetarian for one day, that's not even vegan, so you still have cheese, we would save 100 billion gallons of water, 1.5 billion pounds of crops that would be fed to livestock. So remember, this is being fed to something that we're going to eat anyways, that once again is adding to the problem. 70 million gallons of gas, 3 million acres of land, 33 tons of antibiotics, 3 million tons of soil erosion, and $70 million, okay? Just, like, sit with that. These numbers are so big, they make no sense to me. They make no sense to me. But that is just how massive this situation is, and that's, like, how big our collective energy is, and that's how, that's the result that we created, you know? This is the society that we're living in. We created this. And so we can also create one that is more compassionate, more caring towards the earth, more aware, more conscious. You know, we're living, I already spoke about this before, but we're living in autopilot most of the time because we don't consider these things. We don't think about them. And because we're not thinking about them, nothing is changing. And at least if we are thinking about them, it's not at a level that's enough to induce change because we're not trying to or we've given up. I've given up in the past and it's because I looked at the whole picture and I got really disheartened and really overwhelmed because I was like, this situation is absolutely terrible and it's unfair to the earth and the earth didn't deserve this. And it's like, what am I going to do? Little me on this planet. Like, what am I going to do? And once again, it's not even about doing anything. There are many things you can do, but I think collective awareness can go such a long way because with awareness comes some sort of consciousness shift. And without being aware, you can't shift your consciousness and you can't choose to awaken yourself. Like you're going to still be living in autopilot. You're still going to be living unconsciously. You're going to be making unconscious decisions. And it's so important to spread love and gratitude to everyone and the earth um because you know it's all an experience and there's like that one quote what is it i'm also looking this up because who said this um ram das yeah that's who said it um he said we're all just walking each other home and i think that's so important because we're literally here on earth this is our home and i think we can all walk each other back to it because that's where we started here and so yeah anyways uh i hope this made sense i hope that all of you today are taking taking a few seconds to love our earth that we live on and appreciate it just a little bit 
a little bit more today and every day. Okay, thanks for listening. Goodbye. (laughs)